What's up, family? I am Corinne Deanna Lane, and I do worship. And I am Nazinga Benton, and I do therapy. And together, this is Worship and Therapy. We always, because it's super important, give our disclaimers. As an international worship leader, a parent, a spouse, a friend, and a regular person like everyone else, it's tough to find a place where you can kick back, let your hair down, and just be heard. So we created a platform that focuses on mental health advocacy for not only Christians, but also African-American communities, where we discuss the really tough issues that we all deal with in life. And now, Nzinga will give her disclaimer. I am a licensed professional counselor. However, I am not your counselor, and this does not replace you going to counseling. The things I discuss are things I've researched, things I've experienced, and my personal opinions on the matter. Now, with that being said, let's get into this week's episode. I have someone so awesome, so special, so beautiful, such a wonderful, wonderful person just in general like she's just amazing she's from miami <laughs> if you know her if you follow her you probably know where she's from because she's gonna rep that thing for life <laughs> for life i gotta write down maiden day girl maiden day okay she's gonna rep it till jesus come back <laughs> you hear me Look, Beyonce rep Houston forever. I'm going to the same thing about, listen, my city is amazing. I'm so excited. I'm so glad that uh, I reached out to you. I asked you, would you be a part of, um, you know, part of this show for this week? And you were just like, heck yeah, you know, like so gracious um, with just opening up your heart, opening up your life um, to us, to people that are on this platform, to people that may have saw the, um, the flyer of just what this uh, tonight's show is about. And um, tonight's topic is coping with the loss of a parent. Um, and I really like, when I thought about the topic, I really thought of you because I know that, I know a little of your testimony and I know that um, you are, you know, you kind of, you're not, uh, you're vocal about it. You know what I'm saying? You're vocal about what you've been through, what you've walked through. And so I knew that you would, you know, you would um, be all right, you know, with coming on this platform and talking about your journey and what you've yeah. um, gone through and what you've, um, how it's impacted your life. And I think that what you have to share tonight, I believe will bless so many people, man. It will just really shed light on certain things and just shed light on like, man, you know, I'm going to be all right. You know what I mean? Because it's like this platform is about, if you're new to the platform, uh, the, it's, the show is called Worship and Therapy. We really focus heavy on our mental health, like just maintaining it, tools to make sure that we're uh, doing well. You know, how do I continue to maintain this? Um, yeah. It's you know, taking the stigma off of it. It's because it's so uh, taboo, especially in the African-American community, as well as the believer um, and Christian community, you know, people yeah. that are dealing with depression and dealing with, you know, panic attacks and suicidal ideations and all types of things. But they also believe in God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they love the Lord. But, you know, they're having some challenges um, in that area. So we're very, very passionate about um, just making sure that people are aware that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know not like the world is against you just you by yourself um and just making people aware that you know we're all challenged in areas you know and it's our job to make sure that we're 
doing our due diligence to maintain our mental health. So um, yeah. that's what the platform is about. And I want to just, I want to jump right in and just kind of give you um, the floor. I want you to be as transparent as you feel you need. <laughs> um, I want you to um, really talk on your journey of, you know, from the beginning. I want you to kind of start um, with when, at, when was the moment that you found out that your mom um, had HIV? Um, was it HIV AIDS or was it was just HIV in the beginning? So, you know, HIV, I always like to compare HIV and AIDS like cancer, right? Okay. So when you have cancer, you either have stage one, two, three, or four. Okay. AIDS is stage four of HIV. Okay. Right. Um, I don't know if you guys remember watching uh, Straight Outta Compton and Easy e was in the hospital and they was like, hey, your T-cells are like 20 or whatever. They said something, a crazy number, like 20. Mm -hmm. uh, 15 he had. A healthy person has 1,500 uh, mm -hmm. without HIV. Um, an HIV positive person can have like 15 to 800. So when you have AIDS, like you're under 200 and that's your immune system. So right. back in the, back in the eighties, they didn't, they didn't have all of this stuff that we have today. So back then they just called it AIDS. Um, but it was really just HIV. Some people can go down to AIDS stage four and come back out of that mm -hmm. and continue living healthier. And that, that, that changes. So you can't have AIDS without HIV and just AIDS is just stage four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with the moment that you found out and uh, just just take us um, on a journey of just when you found out uh, about Well, my mother is very bold. I try to pick up some of that from her. Um, just me living my life like that. She, I think she was way more extra than me. Uh, so she didn't care. And I found out that her and my brothers were different from me when I was in elementary. Um, mm -hmm. The age at the time when they found out, when she found out literally on, on my age was like five. And oh, wow. do I remember five? No. But I do remember being in school knowing that my mother and my brothers were different from me. And mm -hmm. I knew they had this thing called AIDS, right? And I got introduced to AIDS even more and more. The word AIDS when I was going to school and people used to pick at each other. You know how they'd be like, oh, your mama on crack. Your mama on it. <laughs> your yeah. mama got AIDS. And I used to be like... Damn, my mama told me I got, you know, my mama told me she got AIDS. You know what I mean? So wow. I was introduced to that very early. And I realized at a very early age that I cannot talk about it. You better not say it to anybody else because nobody does not understand. If anybody was to find out that I was, an, I was the only person in this household that was negative and everybody else was positive, you know, the automatic thought even within my family was y'all in the same house. Y'all sharing the mm -hmm. same forks. You sharing yeah. the same spoon. Oh my God, you using the same toilet? Like, where's your toothbrush at? Like, I had mm. to really deal with that. And um, so I, I, to answer your question, I found at a very early age because my mom, she, 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 she was just, she was just so real. She didn't really care. And it, did it affect me telling me earlier? Probably, most likely it has. Um, yeah. A lot of parents that I know now who are positive and have younger kids who are negative because there's a lot of women and men can have healthy babies without HIV even though they are so wow. a lot of those parents I ask them I'm like how when are you gonna tell your kids and they're like I'm not gonna tell them yet you know and in my mind I'm like well shoot my mom told me early you know what I mean so I knew from an early age since elementary so when the so when you found out you knew that both your mom 
and your brothers or they, they were um or that was later on with your uh, brothers no no no. i found out at the same time so how it happened was my brothers got very sick and they didn't think to say okay let's test these kids for aids back then it was just all it was never hiv it was just AIDS. let's test these kids for aids right um they ran all these tests it was like we don't know why your sons are so sick you know they have a unhealthy immune system and the only thing that identifies with these complex with these symptoms is AIDS but they're they're little boys they're not gay men they're not gay uh, white men they're not you know none of this stuff and back then it wasn't a lot of information out on women uh getting HIV back then it was always the gay men so right. the doctors from what I was told she had she got I have the letter she told the story over and over because she did a lot of HIV advocacy so yeah. Um, from what I was told was they asked her, can they just test them just to see? And she said, sure, just find, just fix, see, see what the problem is. Right. They tested my brothers and they were positive. Mm. So she was like, there's no way, but okay. Well, and the doctor said, well, I, we need to test you to make sure that you wasn't the, the, the person who gave the, your sons HIV. Well, I'm going to use AIDS because we still in the eighties. So gave your sons AIDS. So she was like, okay, well test me. They tested her. She was positive. Mm. So they said, well, we need to test your daughter. I wasn't there at that day, so I had to come in at a different date and get tested. Um, but yeah. Wow. I got tested, and then they said, well, your daughter's negative. And that's when she said this N-word. Because um, <laughs> she got it from my brother's dad. And okay. her and my dad had broke up. I wasn't probably just a year. And okay. um, she had moved on with her life. He done moved on. You know, they done, she done got it with this new relationship with them. And she approached him and told him, you know, the doctors told me that me and the boys and, and whatever, you know, did you know anything about this? And he said, yeah. Uh. So um, he was shocked at the time for himself. And he, I guess he didn't think, I don't know if he knew about it after she got pregnant. I don't know if he knew about it before. I, I, I can't say, but I know when she asked him, he said yes. And he had already knew. It's mm -hmm. just about, I don't know when he found out. You know right. what I mean? Right. So they have been apart for a lot of years. So he could have found out and maybe didn't even, you know, think her you know what i mean like yeah it could have been you know because how long were they apart do you know or do you remember uh i, I don't want to throw any numbers out there but i know when she was pregnant with them they were they were they were probably off not after they had the baby after she had the babies because he went to jail so okay. he was a big dope boy down here in miami da, 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 da. and he was in and out of jail mm. and uh i don't know when he went in and went out but yeah. I know when they got sick, they were going on four. So okay. um, that whole, all of those years, they didn't have any medicine. So they was just, they were, they were, they were facing pneumonia. They were facing so much stuff. Um, and the doctors just could not figure it out until they took the test finally. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. to go back to it, I, it, 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 that was, that was placed on me at a very early age and 
it was placed on me that I knew I was different. Um, and when I was younger, crazy, because when I was younger, I used to be like, dang, I don't go to the doctor like them. I'm like, why I always got to be left out? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, wow. I'm thinking that they have to go, you know, right. they have to love my brothers more. But as a little girl, you're like, everybody's showing my brothers, you know, all of this love and mm -hmm. They're not showing as much to me, but everybody in outside of that didn't know when they was going to not see them no more. Right. You know, people were dying from HIV like this, you know, yeah. and I get it now, but back then as a little girl, that planted other things in me as well. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, okay. Girl. Okay. Oh, Chico, honey. What was your relationship like um, with your mom? Um, as a teenager, <laughs> we were kind of mirror imaged. Mm -hmm. so at some point, we was always bumping heads because she used to say, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very, um, I got that independency from her. I got my being authentic and being loud like her and being sassy, mm -hmm. extra sassy back then. Um, but we had a good relationship. I know there were some things I wish we did. And mm -hmm. I know we couldn't do things due to her diagnosis. So things like having pedicure, like mommy daughter pedicure stuff, like we could never go get our feet done or nails on because she was afraid to get sick. She was afraid to get an infection. So it was a lot of stuff like that she was afraid to do. Um, mm -hmm. So she didn't get it. Because any infection with somebody who has an immune system problem, and for right. those out there who think, what, what, what does HIV do? HIV and AIDS, it basically just attacks your immune system. And if you don't have an immune system that is healthy enough to fight against a cold or a bacteria from getting your feet done, you, yeah. can, you can get really sick and not be here tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because your body can't fight off that. So that's all HIV is. And I know um, sometimes, well, throughout the years, it sounds like it's so much more than that, but yeah. it's not. It just goes only after the immune system. And wow. It it, it 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 looks at the immune system and say, hey, we're going to take this body down. You down for the, you know, you ready? And if you're not ready, we're going to take you out. So basically, it holds the immune system hostage and mm -hmm. allows things like cancer to come in. It allows things like bacteria to come in. It allows things, anything, a cold to come in, a flu, a coronavirus, like anything to come in and not attack it. Right. So imagine all of these things coming in your body. We get them every day. But imagine you got your immune system is so low and so shot, you can't fight off nothing. Wow. So lastly, before we move on, I wanted to say too, you don't die from HIV. You mm -hmm. die from the complication that actually came in to right. do the job. Wow. HIV basically just said, hey, body, get out the way. Let this cancer come in here and tear it up. Yeah. Hey, immune system, get out the way. Let this cold come in here. Let this flu come in here and tear this body up. That's what it does. It doesn't touch anything besides the immune system. So I want to make sure I, I tell people about that too. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so my next question is at what, um, I guess at what, like, were you always, cause I know you talk about that you were, uh, that you rededicated your life to the Lord. So were you raised, I guess, in the, you know, in the church or as a Christian or um, as far as like that lifestyle? Like, was your mom saved and a believer and things like that? 
girl. My mom was the ultimate un. And I told her I was gonna cry on this thing. I told her, y'all. I told her I was gonna cry. My mom was a Christian. She was a believer. She didn't sugarcoat her lifestyle. She mm -hmm. didn't um, change who she was when we went to church. She didn't change who she was when she was in front of the family. She mm -hmm. didn't change who she was in front of her friends. Mm -hmm. She showed me what it was to be a person who is in love with Jesus, who mm -hmm. trusts Jesus, who, 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 who looks to God for her strength every day, but not no phony fake yeah. None of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just seen her be exactly who she was everywhere. Yeah. And but then I seen her at home in the mornings. God, give me strength today. Mm. That was her favorite line. Give me strength today, God. Watch over us, God. Give me, let me, let me make it to my daughter's graduation. Like I heard that. So mm -hmm. I saw my mom with relationship. Um, yeah. And y'all don't want to cry. I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying because there's so many believers out here who feel like they got to put on this front and yeah. act and act like this perfect little person that don't even, as soon as they get from out in front of these people, they turn into, try to transform into the devil. You hear me? Mm -hmm. And we're well, not, not, I'm just, I'm, that's being extra, but yeah. Um, they turn into this other person who they are, but they put on in front of everybody else. And my mom helped me be who I am today, even when it comes to Christian hip hop. Like, I'm not, I, I say it all the time, I'm not gonna sugarcoat. I'm gonna be me. I seen her be her. Yeah. I seen her have this disease that who else she was gonna depend on? Medicine? Yeah. No. Yeah. She depended on God to make her through. Whatever that journey, when she lost son after son, mm. and she thought she was probably gonna be next any day, who mm. she who who she depended on, God, yeah. you know what I mean? Despite her having how she was, because my mama had a had a mouth. You hear me? I, I got I used to I got my mouth from my mama back in the before I stopped cussing, but she had a mouth. All of these things people may say that's not Christian like, but no, I saw the Christian at home. Yeah, I saw her. I saw how she loved on people. I saw how she was thoughtful and giving and caring and mainly overall who she trusted and who she went to every yeah. day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and that I, 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 I'm grateful to see that. Like I was grateful to have her to show me that side of her. Mm -hmm. Cause she got to put her on. I could have caught that like, Oh, we got to yeah. tighten up and straighten up and, you know, clench our pearls when we walk around town. No. Yeah. Yeah. She was her. Yeah. No matter who it was. But when she got home, she fell on her face. You mm. hear me? Mm. So, to answer your question, yes, she was a believer. She was, uh, she attended Episcopalian church child when they be in the, they be in the church with their books open, they be ha, 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 and all of that type of stuff. Yeah, and that's because of my Bahamian side. Her, her, uh, her mom uh, side was Bahamian, and they had all they had like a Catholic based, okay, uh, Episcopalian based 
faith. Um, Baptist was more on my dad's side, the black side. Mm -hmm. So even though she was black too, you know, the whole family behind Bahamians is black, but they their church system is different. So they okay. that was the church. So and the church down here in Miami, it was over there by the army, which is basically downtown. It's still there. Birdman shot a video over there, by the way. Um Wow. Yeah. So it was one of those, you know, the big, big churches, glass, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. All of that. They come in there with the white. They gave us um the little breads and a little wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was a young girl, like, oh I'm gonna go get some wine. You know what I mean? Just like, Let's go up there. Go, 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 go get communion. And child, that wine was good back then. Um, but yeah, so she was she was that. She was that. And she wasn't religious in our house. I was able to listen to all music. She mm -hmm. didn't. She didn't shadow me from anything. She didn't say I didn't. I couldn't do this. I couldn't. Well, some things, of course, she was hard on when it came to like being out with friends and stuff like that. Yeah. But she didn't care about. She brought me all music. You know what I mean? Um, she didn't care how I dressed back then. And back then, it was very probably how people view me today. Yeah. Um, she she wasn't about that. It was about making sure I saw that we was going to church, make sure um, that we knew God name. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, so there's a question from Paula. She asked, did you feel helpless through this time? Um, I guess probably around the time where you, um, you know, where it was kind of you finding out and then having to kind of journey through it um, a bit. Um, so did you feel like, how did you feel during that time? That Actually, my, my next question was the coping aspect of like, you know, what was it like for you emotionally? Like, I know you mentioned that because you were so young at the, you know, at the time you, it was kind of just like, okay, they're always at the doctor, you know, what about the doctor, you know? Um, so I guess once you, you know, I mean, that's coping for one, you know, that's, that's also a coping of, just you having the lack of articulation but yeah. I guess the moment that you began to kind of articulate and be able to express um your emotion how was that um for you I don't think there was really no um uh, outlet for me me and mm -hmm. my dad talked about this a couple of years ago on my YouTube page me and him had never talked about HIV we had never brought up my mom and my brother's situation ever Wow. Until I posted it up on my YouTube page. And um, it was raw. And I just put it up there. Well, my HIV YouTube page, not my not Miami. It was pro it's Project A&M um, dot org. You can go. Project A&M dot org. It, it's up there. But um, there was no outlet. Because you have to understand, when, when, my, when my mom found out, my first brother, David, passed away maybe almost two years later. Mm. So... Up until that point, trying to sit out and talk about stuff was really not really the focus. The focus was making sure they get healthy and be healthy and making sure they live. You know what I mean? Like right. the outlet was, was it was about them. You know what I mean? Right. And when David passed away, the focus went to Doug heavy because it was like, dang, like when is Doug going to pass away? Like, is it going to be tomorrow? Is it going to be next year? Mm -hmm. And I think everybody was so focused on making sure, from my perspective, right. making sure that Doug was doing okay, because that was his twin he lost. Um, and then my mom was doing okay, because that's one of her sons she just lost. 
and both of them got this disease that they can be gone at any day mm. and I basically just numbed it out I basically just just didn't say nothing mm. I didn't say nothing half of the family didn't even know I even knew about them I'm like do y'all know my mama you know she told me like I've been new Okay. That's how much they because we never talked about it. Nobody in my family, nobody. The only wow. time I talked about HIV was probably with my mom when she updated me on her status. Right. Um, when she brought condoms home, when she thought I was having stay, I'm like, girl, I'm not you think I'm gonna do something because I don't even want to be in this predicament. You know what I mean? Like that postponed my sexual life for right. years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And um just being in, in, in fear that a man would repeat that history yeah. of, of my mom. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want to go through that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so trying to cope, it was suck it up and keep it moving because somebody mm -hmm. may not be here tomorrow. You will be fine, you know? And I articulate that today, but back then as a little girl, it's like, let's just focus on mommy and let's focus on Doug. You know what I mean? Like, what if Doug... Uh, goes with God tomorrow you know what I mean like it was just focusing on them so when Doug passed away I was in middle school so David passed away when I was in in elementary okay Doug passed away when I was in middle school and we had just got to a good place of letting that David situation go and growing together as just a duo yeah. and then when he passed away it was just like here we go I gotta start all over you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and then the focus went to my mom. Yeah. Like, dang, like, David gone, Doug gone. Is she really going to be here when I graduate high school? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, is she going to be here when I leave middle school? You know? Um, so the focus was that. And then what can I do to stay busy? So yeah. I don't have to worry about um, and that's just how my life was foundationally planted yeah. and it was no coping it was stay busy yeah find something to do um don't focus on the negative what can what else can we focus on yeah because it can happen yes true but just keep going your mama keeping keeping it going you know um i've barely seen her cry uh, so when she showed me she was barely crying, that showed me to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know she cried. It was many times I had to stay with my grandmothers at the time, and I was yeah. split between two grandmothers, and I was away from her for a, a lot of times when my brother was in the hospital, when yeah. both of them was in the hospital. Um, maybe she just she didn't want me to see her like that. Yeah. Uh, so. I just coped with kept just kept moving. Yeah. The same way I coped after when she passed away. I just kept moving. Yeah. Numb. You know? And how old how old were you at that time? Well, when she passed, mm -hmm. I was what I was just leaving. I was out of family. Um, I had just filmed Flavor of Love. Okay. And when I filmed, when I got back from the filming the reunion, she passed away. So 
I was what, 23, 22. Okay. And back then, no, 23 or 24. Girl, I don't know, one of them. Okay. 23, 24, after college, the year after college. So I had just graduated college. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a full year of, after I graduated, I had a full year of just being out of college. Then that next May, she passed away. Okay. So I was fresh out of college and I when you were filming the show. Um huh. You were still in college when you were filming uh, the Flavor of Love. No, show? I filmed the show after I got out of college, like literally months after I got out of college. So after I graduated from you, I went to Atlanta. Okay. And I was in Atlanta for I moved to Atlanta that March. I graduated December, so I moved to Atlanta maybe that March. Okay. And I filmed the show that August, but it didn't air till the following year, that February. When it okay. aired that February, she passed that May. You know what I mean? So I was just I, I was just out getting into a life of being a, a, a an adult. Young adult, yeah. Young adult, you know. And yeah, so I was young and then like I said, I think what I told you personally was Back then, this mental health discussion was nowhere to be found. Yeah. My friends were like, lose a mom. Like, what do you mean? And nobody didn't know why she passed away. A lot of my people in college didn't even know I had brothers. Mm -hmm. People in high school didn't know I had brothers if they didn't know me in middle school. If, right. they didn't know me in high, if they didn't know me in elementary. I kept my mouth shut. I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want the stigma. I was Back then, I was so fearful that people was going to judge me. Yeah. Because I had this mother who was HIV, HIV positive. I had these brothers, and I'm still in the house with her. Yeah, and it's just a dark world. And I remember my mom used to always tell me, "Just don't say nothing." You know what I mean? Because that's a lot to deal with when people outside, yeah, hammering you about this disease. And but when you go home, it's like, but this my mama. You know what I mean? Yeah. This these my brothers. So then, at one point in my life, I remember kind of like trying to push myself away a little bit. Mm. and that was as I got older it was like I'm different I'm not like you you know what I mean and I got it I had a phase of that mm. and because it was so big outside it was yeah. not accepted outside so when you get home it's like everybody else don't accept this thing like why I gotta accept it why mm. I gotta keep forcing myself to accept this I don't have to you know what I mean? And I had a phase of that. It was very short, but I did have a phase of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, coping was just nothing. It was it was no coping. When she when she passed, nobody could console me because people were young around me. Everybody else was twenty around my age too. You know what I mean? Like what they gonna what they was really gonna say. You know what I mean? Nowadays we're in our thirties, so it's a little different when somebody lose a parent now. Yeah. You know what to say. You know what I mean? But when you young Imagine being 23 mm -hmm. and everybody else around you, what they going to say, girl, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. That's it. That's all you get. That's not really coping nothing. Yeah. Because of everybody else who passed away before her. And it's just like coping was just keeping it moving. Um, staying to myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, making sure I dressed my wounds myself. Mm. Um, 
my family wasn't there to cope with me not do do nothing. Yeah. Because the HIV thing was still dangling. And they mean they had to talk about that with me. And they didn't even know I like I said, they didn't know how to discuss and have those conversations with me. Yeah. Um so yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh Run from Sin says your resilience encouraging. I just remember you coming to school and basketball practice. Wow. Oh my God. I stayed busy. She said, just know you're making them proud. Thank you so much. Wow. I don't I put I pulled the comments down so I can't so I can see my face because I couldn't see. Yeah. Um so I can't see them coming in. But girl, I stayed busy. When I say I was busy, like I was all through the yearbook in high school. I was best all around. Like mm -hmm. I had a job. Yeah. I had I had a boyfriend at the time. Like I had, I juggled so much. Yeah. And did it keep me away from being at home and dealing with the reality? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It kept me busy because that's what I saw. I saw after loss, after loss, you got to keep going. Yeah. My mom showed me to keep going. She lost yeah. son after son. Like she, y'all, she kept going, y'all. I don't know. She just a different type of superwoman, but. Wow. I just saw her keep going, and that's all I knew mm. was okay. A loss. So when she, when she, when she passed away, at that time it was the height of my career when it came to Flavor of Love. So I was always traveling. Yeah, I was always getting booked to do parties and just always somewhere. And I used to tell my booking agent, which was my friend at the time, take them all. Mm. They don't have my full budget. I'm gone. Just, just, just book me. We could just reduce the time. Instead of me being there for X amount of hours, I'll be there for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just fly me out. You know what I mean? And I was just not like, that year, I don't even remember too much because five months after that, I lost my grandmother. Mm. And then a month after that, I lost my great-grandmother. So even trying to cope with my mom, mm. when my grandmother passed away, that was that her mom? Was, huh? that her mom? I lost my grandmother when she was a... Uh, when my mom was 16. So she moved down. My mom is originally from uh, New York. Okay. So when she, when my when my grandmother passed away up there, she came down here with the rest of the family because everybody else was down here because, again, the Bahamas was right there. Right. So the rest of the family was down here, and my grandmother and uh, my granddaddy was up there in New York because of his job and uh, as a longshoreman and all of that. Mm -hmm. Great ports up there. So when she passed, she came down here and went to my high school and uh yeah so i never met her oh, okay. never got to meet her um wish i would have yeah but um yeah this is my dad's grandmother who i was again she was the only grandmother that i knew at the time except for another grandmother that basically adopted my brothers as her grandkids and i called her granny linda so she was like a grandmother and when I got older I knew that she wasn't blood but she was still my grandmother but this was like my dad's mom so I'm grieving my mama and the family get hit yeah that way and yeah. the attention once again goes yeah. over there yeah so I'm always faced yeah to deal with it by myself you know yeah I think too that's why that's why I get to deal with a lot of my stuff in my life by myself. Yeah. And with God. 
you know, I would cut the world off. Yeah. And my friends know this. I would cut the world off to deal with whatever I'm dealing with. I don't include nobody. Mm. Um, you know, because I'm so used to uh, dealing with it by myself. You right. know, is that healthy? Probably mm -hmm. not 100%. But has it got me through? Yes. Has it trusted me? Did it did it help me create a foundation of just having a real relationship with God? Yes, because he was the only person there with me. Yeah. He's the only one I have. Yeah. Um, because like I said, when she when my grandmother passed, attention went over there. Angie will be okay. Angie always gonna be okay. Angie is moving all around. You know, it's always that. Yeah. yeah the yeah. whole thing about checking on your strong friends, because you never know, like that is true. Yeah. People forget because you are strong that you don't need nothing, even though we sometimes we may push it away. But it would be nice if somebody was to take the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but when they don't, I can't depend on that. I just depend on me yeah. and God in the time it takes to get through it. Mm. Um, so yeah, so when my grandmother passed, everybody was over there. But then when when her mother passed, everybody was dealing with that. So it was just different levels of matriarchs dealing with different levels at the time. And yeah. the focus was just, it just kept going. Yeah. Away from you know, Away. Yeah. Like, we're dealing with this now. Mm. We can't deal with that, right? We're dealing with this now, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So my, my dad couldn't be there like that for me because he lost his mama. Mm. You know? Yeah. We lost our mothers the same year. You yeah. know, so, um, and I lost my grandmother. He lost his grandmother the same year. So the family was just not there for me. And it wasn't because they, it was like, they just could, I, I can understand now. It yeah. was just a lot of loss, you a know. Lot of, yeah, that you all a lot of loss. Same time, which yeah. is, that's a lot. You know what I mean? That's a lot for for all of you to be carrying the grief, first of all, in different ways, you know what I mean? Yeah. Different. You were so young, you know, at the time, so they probably wasn't really sure, you know, like what to do. Because I know just even for, which is one reason why this platform exists and that we, you know, we were so passionate about it because especially in our community, in our culture, just as Black people, you know, we do a horrible job of, like communicating and being there for each other and really checking on each other and like yeah. we don't go get therapy we don't talk you know we don't uh yeah. we're not transparent enough with each other because we're either thinking of like the things that you said before was the judgment the the stigma the you know y'all didn't talk your family didn't even want to talk about it with each other because of the stigma you know what i mean yeah. like that's you know that's a real thing man it's and it's real it sucks because it's it 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 the kids suffer you know what i mean like you were so young at the time not really sure how to articulate your feelings and what yeah. it's, it's like all you could really think was okay i gotta keep it moving you know like i'm just i'm grateful for the grace that was on your life and that the yeah. great god that showed you the relational aspect of him with your mom that she was able to deposit that seed into you mm -hmm. and you 
that level of grace because there's no way that you should still be standing in your right mind and moving into things that you do and pushing in your career and you know what I mean like being an advocate for this and teaching and um you know traveling and you know telling people like about it like there's no way you could have done that without him like that's you know I'm grateful for the grace of the father like literally covering you know covering you covering. Such age to you know that there's no way you could have like carried that like he didn't even allow you to carry the magnitude of what that even meant that you know you were in a space that you it was protection that you weren't able to articulate it to that degree and i'm i'm grateful for that man like for real i'm 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 truly truly grateful like for real girl are you grateful i know you're grateful <laughs> <laughs> i can't even repay him back you know yeah i cannot repay him back mm. and the only thing i can do to kind of repay him back is to tell this world all about him yeah you know what i mean like that's all i can do now is he has covered me i mean even past all my family members leaving yeah. and and transitioning to the best place ever created you know um even when i had to go through life after all this loss happened just lost within myself yeah lost within businesses lost within friends lost within family who's still on this earth you know what i mean mm -hmm. grieving relationships that you had in your mind that should be like that you have to grieve people too mm. you know I had to I had to get rid of an idea of what my dad should be. Mm. I had to grieve that dad I thought I should have. Right. Um, and still entertain this this other person. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So just grieving people on this earth who's still here. Yeah. You know, and it's like that's a different level, different yeah. day. Yeah. Um yeah. of expectations. You gotta you gotta grieve out people's how you how you expect them to be. The pedestal that you put them on. Yeah, that, how you think that should be. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I take my relationships so serious. Um, If I add people to my life, mm. because I can only imagine, like, I added you to my life. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. something I have to deal with. Now, that, now that's probably for therapy. I yeah. add you to my life because there's not a lot of people there, and you should know that. So yeah. when you do wrong, it's like you slapping me in my face. Because I didn't have to add you. I was perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I ain't going to say perfectly fine because that's, that's a lot. Not perfectly fine. But, you know, so it's just like I take relationships serious too. Like, yeah. not just with me. I'm talking about just relationships, Period. friends, all of that. Yeah. I take them probably too serious. And mm. uh, so, yeah, girl. Like I told you, when I be going off, just you have a, a, a you kind of answered this question. Um, it's from just it's just Chaz. She says, "How do you oh, take Chaz. how do you take those experiences with losing family into your present relationships?" You kind of touched on Chaz. it. Well, Chaz is a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. He is a brother, kind of, sort of, sister, kind of brother. You know, <laughs> um, that's my boo, but. How do I take the experience of losing family into your present relationships? I think 
um when it comes to my friendships uh he's one of them so he knows i um I kind of look at them and their family like I'm a part of them and part mm -hmm. of their family. Yeah. Uh, but I'm always vocal when it comes to that. I always let them know, you know, I don't have much family left. And um, so I'm, when I'm invited to see certain people's family members and stuff like that, like I just, I take that so much because I would love to do these things for my family, but it's just not here, you right. know? Yeah. So... I just pour love the best way I can inside of my relationships when it comes to men, um, dating and all of that. Uh, I let them know too, um, you know, some days I'm going to have a, a moment. Mm -hmm. uh, like this week, I just had a moment on National Black HIV Awareness Day. Like, did, didn't see that coming. So yeah. they have to be okay with that and know that, okay, she just, she having a moment because I don't care how long somebody's been past y'all. There's no expired time yeah. that it will go away. Yeah. It's not going away. Anything can trigger it. You know, yeah. this week the trigger was, man, this person is positive. Um, this young adult is positive. They here, but my mom and my mom and my brother's not like how, you know, mm. like that comes up. Like, yeah. that's like, and then that's like a, I don't even know the root of what that is, but then I have to rip myself like, girl, no, they don't have the medicine, like how, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I start to spiral out like, dang, they here, like why they got to stay here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I deal with it. Then it opens up the memories of them. And then I just get into that. And then I have to pull myself out like, okay, God, like, and it takes time, but I, I get out of it. And I'm yeah. like, Lord, I thank you just for being here with me like you always have. Yeah. I know they in the best place with you. Um, I thank you just for being here with me. Yeah. And thank you for loving me more than they could ever love me. Yeah. And when I say that, Greta snapped me out because it's like, he loved me more than them. And you know how much I love them. Yeah. yeah. So imagine saying, God, you, and I know you love me more than they could. Yeah. And I yeah. get into gratitude and say, Lord, I'm sorry, but you know, just thank you for this day. And I just yeah. pull myself out of it. Yeah. And I just focus on him and just thank God for him. Yeah. You know, yeah, they not here. Yeah, it sounds like a tragedy. Yeah, why I had to be your mama, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I wouldn't be here today without him. I'm grateful for him. Yeah. You know, like he he allowed that to happen for whatever reason, just so I can stand tall today. So I can't even take my life for granted and have all of that in the past and just get thrown away. I have to really let people know God yeah. is real in loss. Yeah. God yeah. is real in not being perfect in his life. Yeah. God is real with you when you are on your face. And you feel like this world should not be like how it is. Your life should not be how it is. But he is right there. And the only way you could be able to get up and get up to the next morning and go to work 
and make your money to pay your bills is because of his strength. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't, you know, and I started adding up my life up until this point, like everything has happened the way it was supposed to happen. Yeah. I needed to take everything to be able to face what I face today in Christian hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have the toughest skin. Why? Yeah. I don't been through what you mean. Yeah. I don't been through so much. I don't care what the people say. They're gonna say what they're gonna say. Yeah. I have to live my life. I'm gonna live it for him. And yeah. that's it. I'm yeah. gonna be me. I'm gonna be authentic. I'm gonna allow him in my life. I gotta preach that out. And that's it. But I I, I just coped numbing it out. Yeah. It's a lot of memories that I don't even remember because I have numbed it out so much. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, even though I, I may not have coped it the healthiest way, yeah, I end up establishing my relationship with God by not having an early foundation of therapy. Okay. You mm -hmm. know, not an excuse, but that yeah. I didn't have nowhere else to turn. It's, it wasn't like how it was today, right? Yeah, whereas um, suggested or um readily available you know to just yeah. go and talk to someone um like that i mean heck it it's just i i, don't, I mean maybe because i feel like i've jumped into this space maybe within the last four years but i mean since i've you know seen a therapist and stuff like that like that's probably the only time that i've ever been conscious of it you know what i mean yeah. or heard it talked about or anything like that from a a platform perspective. I mean, definitely a social media has, has shed some light you know, make it to, to, uh, to help show that, you know, it is making strides and people are taking the time sure. to deal with their traumas and um, actually listening to their bodies and um, just things like that, because so much is going on and so much is in our face and we just face with so many things on a daily basis. It's like, Good Lord, like what is going on <laughs> in this world? Girl, yes. You know what I mean? So <laughs> in this time now that I have a real like my foundation is solid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, child ain't going nowhere. And yeah. I don't been through. Yeah. And I mean through to some things I haven't even told nobody yet. I yeah. haven't I haven't even told my friends yet. Like I haven't told now. Or so maybe one person may know you know what i mean yeah it's it's, it's i don't been through so much and when that time comes for me to say that they're gonna be like what girl yeah. what mm -hmm. still he's still my god yeah. and he was with me at that moment in yeah. that time when all of that happened you know what i mean and i i look forward to that day as well that's another layer another I got I to gotta fully be okay with that. I'm yeah. not fully okay with that right now. So to come out, I'll be too emotional. Um, but I have, I, have, I have faced, girl, so much. So now getting into some therapy, it would be to really just tie the, tie the strings up and, yeah. you know what I mean, just get it out and maybe get something out that I never witnessed. You know, the same thing about me. Um, I'm always rooting on young men and men is because, if my brothers were here yeah yeah you know what i mean now yeah. i figured that out by just sitting and meditating like you know I, I i support the ladies don't get me wrong i love to support the ladies yeah but i just have a soft spot 
for supporting young men and rooting men on yeah. because I just feel like what if my brothers were here? Yeah. They would want that, right? Or I would be able to do that for them. You yeah. know? Yeah. So just having that realization that didn't happen in therapy, but it would have happened in therapy too, on why I have to always root people on like that. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. I would I, I, I have been rooting my brothers on heavy. I didn't care what they was going to be doing. I was going to be telling them, telling the world about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but that, even that is a positive on a negative that happened. You yeah. know? I lost two brothers, but I yeah. get to, to support and root on many different young men and men. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, God, he just uses it all, girl. Yeah, he um, but we got to pull it out and find those things and utilize those things and make sure that all of that bad gets reused for good and find that good in it, you know? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I think my, that was going to be my, uh, my next question about, do you think you're at the point in your life now where you would feel um, that talking to someone or talking to a therapist would help um, with help with, you know, those moments where, because, I mean, you've already gained so many tools from the father, which is so wonderful because he is the ultimate counselor, yeah. he's the ultimate comforter, like, you know, no one can do what he can do. And that's just facts. That's real. It's he real. knows how to get into the depth of the heart of the thing and fill it up the way he needs to fill it up, you know, so that, uh, so that we're, um, well to keep moving you know yeah. in life because of the call that's on our lives just period um, I do know like just from my experience of having um, a break from reality almost almost four years ago um, I learned well for me I ran to the father first you know what I mean and he was able to search my heart and highlight Girl. And, you know, and me and the traumas that I dealt with as a child, my uh, teenage years, my young adult years, you know, um, yeah. and showed me a lot of the things that I had stuffed down and I hadn't dealt with and I had, you know, didn't touch. And once I was at the place where I felt like I was well enough, you know, because it's like sometimes there is a thing of going to a therapist, but not knowing why you're there. You know, or yeah, not for sure. For sure. What am I here to talk about? You know what I mean? Like I, I don't all the way know yet. Yeah. You know? Like for me, when I went when I was uh with the father and he was able to to pull everything up to the surface, at that point, that's when I was like, Oh, you know, because the thing is is we stuck down so much that yeah. we go our lives that a lot of the stuff we don't really know what's in there until we know what's in there you know what i mean right. you know so sometimes when the triggers happen or things are highlighted to you you know they could they could crush you you know what i mean and i think the therapy aspect comes in when you are you know when all those things are kind of highlighted to you and he kind of showed me so much that was going on i needed somebody to help me compartmentalize it and help me take it in bits and pieces and uh so that i can i can move um, I would say a little quicker maybe than 
having to deal with it for, you know, a lot longer than just the time that I've been walking in this journey now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know for me, a therapist has helped me tremendously put the, the uh, put a, uh, a, a schedule to it, for lack of a better term, uh, mapped it out for me so that I can take it in, uh, in bite-sized pieces and deal with it all. Because you can't, just take one piece and be like, all right, cool, I'm good. Because no, because it all matters, you know, and there's triggers for it all and all kinds of different things. And a lot of times you don't really yeah. know and how and where. Like you said, like, you like, you know, you've been doing the advocacy thing for years. And then, to you know, yesterday or, you know, whatever the day was, it's like, Monday. crap, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, how did I get, you know? So, yeah. Th those times, um, I don't know if, if I can really say that we'll ever, you know, be at a place where those things don't bother you or those things don't come up. But oh, yeah, it comes up. Girl. Yeah. In being able to maintain, I believe, and having the tools of just like, all right, Lord, you know, and get it, being able to get into that space and not just let it bombard your mind, bombard your thinking, lead you down to a place of depression and not, you know what I'm saying? Now you're there yes. months and months, you know, you know, cause that's a domino effect just in your life of yeah. letting it go unchecked. And that's what most times, that's what we do is we allow the triggers to happen and then they go unchecked cause we're not running to the father with it. We're not, you know, we don't have no one we're talking to, no family members, friends, family, just, so you, it's just you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, so you, so you, you don't, you doing the best you know to do, and half right. of the time, like I said, it, it may not be the best on how you, on how you get through it. You know what I mean? Like you said, right. them tr triggers are real. Like, like right. I told you, one of my triggers is seeing pregnant mothers. Yeah. When and another thing too, when they are when they are HIV positive, they're pregnant. They're complaining about the medicine that is going to help prevent their babies to not have HIV. Mm. I get so angry. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I was doing this talk, and I had to go talk to pregnant women. And I had to, I, I told them, just give me a second, because I was like, y'all around here complaining about something that my mama ain't getting the luxury to have? Mm. Oh, y'all going to take this medicine yeah. so that these kids can be born without this disease. So yeah. you're going to see and keep complaining, oh, I don't like the side effect. But then that's not, that's not, that's not right either, because that's how they feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I have to acknowledge how they feel and not always project my stuff on. It's a lot of things that I have noticed um, that I have to pull back on that I could probably take that to a therapist. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Another one is seeing, like, my friends and their family, like, with their mothers and their grandmothers. Yeah. Yeah. You can take that to the therapist. What? Girl, <laughs> I, will, I will go in the bathroom. I, they won't even know I'll cry. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't complain because you got them. Yeah. What you yeah. complaining for? But then I have to say no. Yeah. You don't know what they dealing with and how they feel. Yeah. You know, you can't always tell somebody, oh, be grateful because you got your mama here. Yeah. No, I can't say that because I don't know their relationship. I don't know what they're facing. Yeah. So being more sensitive on that, I, I have to keep working on that. Yeah. Um, but girl, so many triggers that can happen. Um uh, People who have like issues, like like I've, I've said this on my podcast before. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm drinking this sparkling water, and I and I really <laughs> got a burp. Um, but it takes a whole bunch for me to burp, so I ain't gonna do that on this live right now. 
Uh, but anyway, so I'm over here trying to keep that down. But um, I said this on my podcast maybe like two, three weeks ago. I said, when my friends call me with issues, it's hard for me to hear them. Mm. Because it's like, you going through that? Mm. Child, you ain't even been through half of what I done been through. Yeah, yeah. So you need to get over it, you know? But But again, I can't be like that because that's their reality. You know, mm-hmm. and I need to be there for them. You know, and it's also let them know. You know, you are gonna get through this. You can yeah. get through this. Yeah. You know, but I can't just be, child. That's yeah. light work. Yeah. Why is that stressing you out so much? Because that is light work. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's yeah. not fair either. You know, so there's a few things that have been happening that I have been catching for myself that I know that isn't right. Because you know, as believers, we have to be able to pull back and point at ourselves as well. Yeah. Um. And, and, and fix ourselves and adjust ourselves to be yeah. more kind, more loving, more graceful to others. Yeah. Um. That's really my focus as as a believer. All that other stuff, these checklists, girl, that is not for me. You hear me? Yeah. Um. But to be like Jesus when it comes to the love, the grace, mm-hmm. um, to other people, that's really my focus. And yeah. um. But yeah, that's those things I have caught, and those things I can go to a therapist for so uh brown skin 1227 can you please pin your youtube and your podcast please oh okay my pin can yeah. somebody pin because i've been to touch the screen and try to be out here <laughs> um it is it is miami tv.com would take you to youtube so i have it going straight to youtube so miami m-y-a mmeetv.com goes to my YouTube. That's my personal, but my HIV YouTube is Project AM. Oh God, I, I'm, I need Bert. Project AM.org that goes to my um, HIV awareness YouTube. Uh, my podcast is Brains and Beauty times two. Um, brains, the letter N, and then Beauty times two. But I, I don't want to I don't want to mess it up. Yes, yes. Oh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then the podcast you will be able to learn from the podcast just by following me. It's in my on my page. Okay. Um, and we just talk about all type of stuff, just relationships and stuff. So, but sometimes I get on the topic of that, and sometimes it comes out. And uh, I was just telling my friend, I was just like, girl, and she was like, yep, you better not call her with too much light work, cause she gonna tell you get over it. Yeah, because that's how I've dealt with life. Yeah, this is bad, but yeah. tomorrow still this tomorrow could be promised for me. So I gotta get through this day and get to tomorrow and see what tomorrow brings better than yeah. what today has brought me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's how I kind of deal with so much stuff. It's like, so what? I don't care. Yeah. So what? I don't care. So what? I have to keep moving. I can't stay here. Well, I'm going to sit here and stay here and do what? It's not helping. Yeah. Um. And that's my coping. I have to talk myself into that. Like, it's fine. It's going to be a, Keep going. You better yeah. not let this little situation bring you down. Yeah. yeah. Not this Jesus, girl. Not this God, believer, girl. You yeah. don't let that bring you down? You got to keep going. Nah, you're not going to let that bring you down. I don't care. Um having my faith soldier tees is is a brand you know i'm establishing that brand of being a faith soldier and yeah. fighting 
every day yeah um with some of that type of coping skills that i've picked up yeah. along the way uh i don't care what's in the way i'm finna charge with this thing like a soldier and i'm gonna get through this day until tomorrow i'm yeah. gonna get through this season i'm gonna get through all this because god has given me the strength to do so yeah. he has given me his word and his promises to do so and I have to stand on my faith and believe that. I'm going to fight for my faith every day. Yeah. The things I don't see right now, I have to fight for those things I don't see. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's the faith soldier. So when I rededicated my life, which was 2013, mm -hmm. I uh, did uh, create it, endorsed by God. And that is the brand. That is this the, the Miami Orange. You can go ahead and get that. You got the black one. I did. Um, but yeah, endorsed by God and a lifestyle I am still building to be able to promote. I'm okay. in it right now. I've been living it. Yeah. Um, being endorsed by God means, yeah, you're going to lose your mama. Yeah. You're going to lose your brothers, your grandmothers. You're going to lose all your money. You're going to get it all back. You're going to lose... Um your sense of self-worth through failed relationships, you're going to lose, you're going to lose a lot. Mm. But because you endorsed by God, he not going to let you go. Mm. No matter how much you fell along this way through this journey in life, no matter how much you may think you're getting it done right, but then it's one day you mess up and it's every day you mess up, really. Um, 600 and some ways we can mess up every day. And despite you messing up, he won't tear that contract up. Mm. this ain't no coca-cola deal this ain't no nike deal to where you wearing nike and you got to deal with nike and you got on some Reeboks. he's not gonna say okay you don't mess up the contract you gotta go he's yeah. not letting us go on the things we're not supposed to be doing yeah he don't let us go when we going through fire and hell on earth yeah we are endorsed by god mm. and it comes with lots of stuff yeah Peace, joy, love, unconditionally. Yeah. Um. Girl, we'll chat on that. So that's the brand. That's the lifestyle. You hear that's me? So lifestyle. I would not have been able to even sit here, talk to you, have a brand about being endorsed in love unconditionally if I have not lived through that. Absolutely. I have seen it. I have seen him come through. Yeah. When nobody was there, even no therapist, no money for a therapist, you yeah. know what I mean? I seen him show up in my life over and over. Yeah. This is this is firsthand. Yeah. And this ain't no textbook. This ain't no Google. This ain't no looking at no uh YouTubes and all of this for to get this to get this testimony. Like this is my life. Yeah. And he selected me to go through this before I was born. Yeah. Don't know why it had to be me. Yeah. But I felt like he said she going to be a soldier and I'm going to place all that on her. And she's still going to praise me. Whew. She mm. should have been left me. Because yeah. he put me through a lot. Mm. But I can't leave him. That's mm. all I have. He's all I have. Yeah, you know, and the people he brings to me is branch of him being all I have. Yeah, girl, without God, I'm nothing. Mm. You know, so through all this loss, y'all, I don't care what y'all going through. Please, 
do not leave him in that because if you leave him in that mm. I don't know how you're going to survive and live after you yeah. gain stuff. You're still going to have remnants, but it won't be the same knowing you're not rooted in him. Yeah. In him with you. Yeah, yeah I could have I been left. I don't yeah. have to be no Christian. I don't got to be no believer. Why? People yeah. may say, why? You done, girl. Yeah, yeah. Because I ain't go through all that by myself. Are you mm. kidding me? Do it look like I done been through craziness? No. Oh, ma'am. Do it look like I was born in the 80s? Girl, they keep telling me no, honey. You hear me? No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> because he has covered me and kept me. Yeah. Um. <sighs> and I can't help that. And I'm going to continue telling this world away. Oh, the way he has given me to tell him. So I don't care what nobody say. I said this other day on my life. I don't care what no soul say. I don't care what no spirit say. I don't care what nobody got to say about how unhella praises God. You hear me? Yeah. Because I'm praising somebody. We, child, we like this. We tatted like we there. When I be going like that, we yeah. tat like he tatted on me. Like I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. Bring it on. Let's go, life. I don't seen a lot of life. So what else it is to face? So anything else that comes, it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I wouldn't have been there if I didn't go back to me losing a brother in elementary, losing another brother in middle school, losing my mother, not having the access to my family to help cope with me and love on me during them times, not having an outlet, not having all these things. That all the things I did not have helped me establish who I am today. And it all ended up working for the good, y'all. Mm. It all still ended up working for the good. Yeah. And no, I ain't perfect. Some days I be around here, boo crying. You hear me? <laughs> hey, but I tell them I cry every day. It's it's listen. the best life. I love it. <laughs> but baby, listen. When I'm, it was just one day. Crowd was just. I was just, just, just life. Just, just, just life and career. <laughs> and girl, what, what, what were you thinking about? You in your thirties, girl. You need to go back to career and just stay focused on real estate like what are you doing why are you trying to leave you know what i mean doing some music stuff yeah. like i have to deal with that every day mm. but i was just bawling i'm in my room and i just felt like he came on my bed mm. and said girl i'm here a a a, a bird came on my i'm i'm Hot, so a bird came on my window. I barely have birds on my window sills, girl. Yeah, yeah. And it stayed there, and it looked at me, and I looked at it, and I was just like, God, hmm. forgive me for having this fit, and I thank you for being here with me right now. Yeah, like what I have is what we have is real. You hear me? Yeah. So, girl, oh. I love you, the girl. The lashes, honey. The lashes, I girl. Love I thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm grateful. Like I told you. I'm grateful. Honored to have met you and been able to just connect with you and just build a relationship, build a, a sistership with you. Yes. And I'm just, you know, 
this is the first time I've heard, you know, the fullness of, of your, of your story. You know, I've heard bits and pieces, but the, in, in hearing the fullness of, of who you are, it just, it makes who you are so much more, uh, you know, so much more of an honor of just to know and to see people that are literally walking, talking, lovers of the father you know what i'm saying like when you just see it on them and there's no explanation and there's no you know it can't there's no doubt there's, it's just like yeah for people who even for a second would have doubted or think about it there is no god they can just look at you as an example you are a walking talking pillar yeah. of who he is and what he represents and the love and the heart of him the authenticity of him the truth of him the I mean, just everything. And I'm just grateful, like, to know your story just gives me hope, you know what I mean? And just the journey of this mental health challenge um, and just the challenges of life. I hope that it gave so many more people hope yes. of watching it. Like, there's no way in hearing your story that someone can't have hope and it doesn't diminish or, or demean anybody else's walk or their journey, but it shows you that the father is real. It shows you yeah. that matters. It shows you that therapy matters. You know what I mean? It shows you yeah. that patient matters. It shows you that transparency matters. It shows you that, you know, being open and being willing to communicate matters it matters for our lives our community our kids our culture just life Girl. so that we can be well like we are the sons and the daughters of the most high god he is the world is waiting for us to take our stand on this earth and we have to be well we have to be sane in our minds yes we have to be well insane we have to be we have well. to be been through it all and still standing because absolutely people leave every day. Yep. But it takes you and him to really establish that relationship. You be like, child be going through this, but you, 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 you there, you there. And I'm a, you know, I, I believe that the same thing. He looked at me like, girl, you still be dealing with this, but you know, you my daughter. Yeah. So it's a two-way street. Yeah, like it's a two-way street. Like he'd be looking at me like, oh, this girl, she's, you know, she done, you know, she done. Ooh, God, it's my daughter. You know what I mean? But then some days I'd be like, oh, God, now you know, you know, there's a little, you know, there's a little much for me right now. Yeah. But then I'd be like, but you know, you did raise a little soldier though. <laughs> so I ain't going nowhere. Period. You so know what I mean? Like, but that takes time. It yeah. takes time. Like, I, I created this in 2013. Yeah. 2013. I was fresh. I was rededicated, girl. All of that. But I had to go through much more loss after that. And now all this loss had happened before that. Yeah. After 2013, I had to live another chapter of lost life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I had to put this kind of on ice for the first... I started doing Endorsed by God, like, posts before all this stuff, before social media was crazy. Before there was t-shirts, like all of this type of stuff. Before there was Christian brands. Like I started that in 2013 and yeah. it's, it's still up. It's date stamped all over the place. You could go to Facebook, mm -hmm. you could see January, February, 2013. I had shirts, all of that stuff back then. Yeah. But then I had to break off. I had to pause because I had to experience the next chapter of my life. 
Yeah. Which molded me together yeah. to be this girl today. You know what I mean? So um, the journeys of this life, man, is it, so crucial Yeah. on our growth and our relationship with God. So I'm just at a point, child, where I ain't going nowhere. Bring it. Let's go. So before we go, tell people where they can get, where can they get the Endorsed by God um, merch? endorsedbygods.com so this is the signature collection you guys see these three dots right here these three whole dots one is for the father the son and the spirit this line basically they have endorsed this person they have signed on the dotted line that this person is endorsed by god that's what this t-shirt means um it's almost like an s on your chest like mm. um, i'm stamped i'm official he has endorsed me they have endorsed me um, for life, um, for eternity. Yeah. Um, so that's what this collection means. The faith soldier, y'all see the faith, the faith tee. But if it don't have that endorsed by God logo underneath it, baby, it ain't real. I mean, you still have faith without. I'm just saying that ain't no real, uh, authentic <laughs> faith soldier tee. You know what I mean? So you gotta see the faith, and you gotta have the endorsement signature underneath it by God. You know what I mean? So, um. So yeah, but it's endorsedbygod.com. Thank you for pinning it, and it's gonna keep growing. I I I haven't even to me. I still feel like I still haven't even started. Yeah, I'm just introducing it here and there, um, trying to establish which way I'm gonna go with it. But I think I'm on the right path now when it yeah. comes to my music and just my life and where I'm at in life right now. And um, there's so many more collections on the way, and uh. But this, but this first one is the foundation. Being a faith soldier, man, and understanding what endorsed by God means. Yeah. Trying to let people know what it means to me and yeah. um, establish that type of community for them to be identified when they're going through life, yeah. when they feel not loved, when they feel embarrassed by believers. Because, child, these saints, honey. <laughs> you hear me? Um, so knowing that... Uh... You just dropped a single, right? Yes, girl. Look, I almost forgot about me. Thank you. See, this is why. This is why you here. So, my my music is Miami. You can find me um, M Y A M M E E. You can find me on Spotify. I'm trying to get the Spotify thing because I look at my my numbers and my Apple numbers are just way better than Spotify. So. Maybe it's not a lot of people on Spotify. I don't know. But I got to get more Spotify people. So, you guys, I'm on Spotify. Of course, I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Tidal. Um, everywhere. YouTube. If you don't have no subscription, you can just go to my YouTube and listen to my song free because it's attached to my streams. You know? Yes. Um, so, yeah, YouTube, Pandora, SoundCloud is free. Yeah. Um, Audio Mac. So many free platforms. You just go in my bio, and the link is always there for every single, every video. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't shop a little video for God. Don't play about me. So that's coming out soon. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so new single just dropped. God don't play about me. And when I say He don't play about me, He don't. But at the same time, my strength and all my God footings that I display. It's not just of me. It, it it comes from him. It's directly from him. Right. Um, and I make sure I say that in the song. Like, yeah, we Christians, baby. You know what you know about that. 
But at yeah. the end of the day, we nothing without his word, though. We nothing without him. We can't yeah. even say we know this big, bold Christian without him and his word and his foundation and his love and his favor and his whatever. It's always him. Back to him. Yeah. So, yeah, she bold. Yeah, she got that confidence. You feel me? But she nothing without God, y'all. Yeah. So, you don't have to have this platform of worship and therapy. You don't yeah. have to be the biggest preacher you could be working at work and yeah. your co-workers is your people. Your yeah. co-workers are your streams. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, your, yeah. your your family could be your streams. You know what I mean? So um, all believers, our goal, our, our, our focus is to tell God, I mean, tell how amazing he is to anybody that we know. You don't have to be as loud. Yeah. It only take, we only need one person at a time to come up in his kingdom. You know, so um, you just do your work, focus on what y'all can do, yeah. and just tell one person how dope he been. One. Tell him, you know, how much he don't play about you. You yeah. know, because I know how much God don't play about me. You know, it's 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 that energy letting people know, like, you know, this is what God did in my life, and you ain't gotta be perfect. It's ain't about no perfection, baby, because I ain't either. We got we gotta throw that away too. I throw that I'm away. Try, I'm trying to knock that though down. But it's gonna take time. So, um, we all got a duty to tell people and be outside of these church walls and yeah. get to the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to get to the people who going through life feeling like ain't no God, yeah. ain't no way it's no God. Going through life saying, "Oh, this Christian life, they be this way, but they be this way." Nah, we gotta start showing people this how we really is. Yeah, all day, every day. So you can feel comfortable to be yourself. Yeah. And believe him. Yeah. And let him take you on his on your own journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um so many layers, but we done for tonight. I wanna thank you so much once again for inviting me to your platform as always. So amazing that Constance was just the glue in this. Yeah. And I told you the first day when I walked in your house, girl, we stuck. I just felt it, I just knew it. Yep. And I just love what you do over there. You, your husband, just what y'all are doing, what you are doing, what you are pressing through to do. Because yeah. half of the time, you're probably going through it yourself, but you still push on. Yeah. And I know that because I've been there. I am that. You know what I mean? So yeah. we just need you, girl. You just keep going. You know, at any time when you need me, girl, I am here. Okay. You hear me? I hear so, Thank you. I love you. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you I know. so much for being here. Um, great show, guys. If you The level of transparency that she was able to just show of just her heart, her true relationship. It's like, this is what believing is about. Okay? So thank you guys so much. Um, before we go, I always pray out over um, over the, the live and then we just say okay. peace out. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for this day, for this is the day that you made. We will rejoice and be glad in this day, Father. Thank you for each and every person that was on this live. Thank you for the ones that were passing through. Father, 
protect them, cover them, keep them safe from any hurt, harm, or danger. We bind any satanic or demonic force trying to attack our minds and come against your, your love and your worth uh, over us, God. We thank you for uh, Miami. God, cover her life, God. Uh, we thank you for vision that you've placed down on the inside of her, God, to just continue to move and plow forward, God. Her call is so great, God. It's evident, and we just um, add our faith to everything that she touches turns to gold. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, girl. These lashes is done. Oh, I'm no! Gonna just go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and peel them off right now. <laughs>